Stephanie Schaefer, and you're listening to the North Star Narrative, a podcast from North Star Academy. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you're encouraged, challenged, and motivated by what you learned today. Enjoy the story. Hey, everybody. We are back with Tasha Calvin from our advising department today. If you haven't checked out the previous two podcasts, you're going to want to do that. Um, getting to know our advising department, some tips that you need to know before you start at North Star Academy, and then how do you select courses? Um, so a lot of stuff has been addressed in those previous two podcasts today. We're going to be talking with Tasha, who has lots of experience and knowledge about the guidance process through college. Um, when you need to start, what are some of the things you're going to need to know and just how North Star offers support in that area. So thanks, Tasha, for joining me in this third episode with our advising department. Great. It's good to be here. Thank you. All right. I'm going to let you just fill in all the um, information that parents are going to need to know. A lot of the questions I know that you get asked and just what does North Star offer to parents and students as they begin the college process? The first place I would tell parents to go is our college planning guide. So that's located on our website under academics and college planning guide. And that's broken down to what students should be doing 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. And so it breaks it down step by step, everything from, you know, planning your courses, logging into Genius, registering for the ACT or SAT. And then once you get into 12th grade, there's a lot of information there um, on the Common App, on SCORE, um, financial aid, and so forth. So definitely go to the College Planning Guide on the North Star website. What would you say to a parent that might be a little nervous in beginning this process, even thinking through as parents and students try to decide on what the best university is for them? Um, the best advice I can give is to take it day by day and have that open communication with your student. Begin to just research what are their interests, what do they like, um, and try to take classes based on their interests. Um, have your student get involved in different things in the community or in sports or volunteering on things that they are really interested in. Because a lot of times I'll see Students um, just try to do things to make their college application look good. And I definitely do not recommend that you do that. Try to find out what you're passionate about, what your gifts are, and focus on that. We've recorded some podcasts with admission um, advisors at universities. You might want to go check out. Here's a couple of them. Episode 59 with Deborah Zhang. Um, she's with Gordon College, and she talks about international admissions and then we have a podcast number 153 with Elton Lynn, Navigating the College Admissions Process. So these are just a couple others where you can get some tips from actual admissions um, directors at colleges. What about students when you are working with students, Tasha, um, just advising them on courses? What maybe do they struggle with or, you know, how do you help them navigate the process? Just taking a look at, um, again, what is required for them to graduate, uh, making sure that they are meeting that requirement. And then when you break it down into the specifics, like, for example, when they get into 11th grade, um, do they want to take English 3 or English 3 honors or move into an AP um, English course or dual credit English course? 
So having them focus again on what are their strengths, what are the areas that interest them. If a student is not strong in English, they don't enjoy reading, they don't enjoy writing, then I wouldn't recommend that they take the higher level AP English courses because that's not something that they are really interested in. But if a student is really strong in math and they love math, then maybe they can focus their higher level courses in math, um, either taking pre-cal or calculus or some of our other AP uh, classes or dual credit classes in that subject area. So really just focusing on their strengths and taking classes that are related to what they're interested in and what they maybe want to major in in college. Okay. AP, dual credit, big topic. What's the difference for those that may not know and how do they know which route they should take? So for AP classes, again, it's higher level classes, more critical thinking, going more in depth. It's pretty much like you're taking the first level college class, like you're sitting in a college classroom in your freshman year. So with the AP classes, you must also register with College Board to take the AP exam. So even though you may have taken and passed that North Star AP class, in order to get that college credit, you have to register with the College Board um, go and take that AP exam and then score a three or higher to get that college credit. And that really depends on the college that you're transferring the credit to. Most colleges will accept a three. Some um, may require a four or a five, and it depends on the AP exam as well. Colleges will not accept a one or a two for the AP exam. So that's very important to know um, prior to signing up for AP classes. For dual credit, we have an affiliation with Colorado Christian University. So when students sign up for our DC AP classes, they're taking our dual credit classes and students register with Colorado Christian University. You don't have to take the AP exam after completing the DC AP classes. You automatically receive college credit through Colorado Christian University if you score a, a C or higher in the class. That doesn't mean you have to attend Colorado Christian University. That just means you receive the college credit. And wherever you decide to go to college, you will just request your transcript from Colorado Christian to be sent to that university to transfer the credit. Another question that we get sometimes is, do your students that graduate from North Star actually go to colleges and universities? How do you answer that? Of course. Yes, our students have gone to some of the top universities. Um, they range from going to a junior or community college to a four-year university. So our classes prepare students to be able to take that next step to go to college. And so our students not only attend college, but they do very well when they um, go to college. So yes, once students graduate from North Star, they do have a high chance of being accepted um, to many universities. And you can check out on our website a lot of the university names where students have gone to. And also ACT, SAT. How do students know whether they should take both or just one of those? And how well do North Star students do on those tests? Um, our students do well on the test, but it really just depends on the student to know whether they should take the SAT or the ACT. My recommendation has always been to take each one at least one time. So take the ACT once, take the SAT once, and then see which one you scored the best on and the one you felt the most comfortable with taking, and then focus on taking that one again. 
because each test is different and colleges accept both. They accept either the SAT or the ACT. And now because of COVID, many colleges are also test optional. Um, so students aren't required to submit test scores, but I highly recommend you check the websites of the colleges that your student is interested in to see if they are still test optional um, or if they are only test optional up to a certain graduation year, because that varies by university. Mm-hmm. So many things vary by university. So I know not only are you working with North Star Advising Department, but parents and students need to check out universities, the colleges they're interested in and see, you know, what do they require in many different areas. So what are some of those areas that students and parents need to be very knowledgeable in um, and how early do they need to start researching those colleges? I would say definitely start at least thinking about and talking about it your uh, student's freshman year um, of high school just so you can get an idea of what your student may be interested in, because some students may not be interested in attending college. They may be, you know, dead set on going into the military. So you can begin, you know, having that conversation, but still have your student take classes to prepare them to go to college. Because I found many times that students may have an idea of what they want to do their freshman year, but by the time they become juniors, that changes. So begin having those conversations about what your student needs, no matter which route they want to take, so they can be prepared to take the classes that they need, um, regardless of what they end up deciding to do. So the earlier you can start, the better. I definitely wouldn't say to put a lot of pressure on a student, you know, their eighth or ninth grade year, but begin having those conversations at least. Yeah, because it is a big decision. One thing I wanted to mention before we wrap this up is North Star does have an in-person graduation. Um, So as you're thinking beyond North Star, don't forget to find out about our graduation in person. I know that's a lot of fun. Some students do participate online. We have many students who come from all over the world to South Haven, Mississippi, where we have our graduation. So that's always a fun time to look forward to. But I'm so thankful for you, Tasha, and your passion for helping students as they just navigate North Star and um, the college process. And next week, we're going to get into a little bit more details about SCORE and what they need to know about that system. So looking forward to that. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions for our guest or would like information about North Star, please email us at podcast at nsa.school. We love having guests on our show and getting to hear their stories. If you have anyone in mind that you think would be a great guest to feature, please email us and let us know. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming stories.